All right, guys, Tuesday night, Club Top Shot. As usual, lots going on. We got the NFL all-day marketplace. I might be sitting on a Super Bowl pack. We got some NBA Top Shot pack rips to do later with VIPs. We had a scare this week with OpenSea Fishing. We have NFT CCO projects pumping. What else do we have going on? All kinds of stuff. Oh, Jack, back from NBA All-Star Weekend, fresh off of his TV appearance. Let's do this, guys. Damien, you can retire. Let's call up Steve Kerr right now. Tell him you're done. Three on two game. Oh, I'm an incredible basketball player. Awful shooter. Awful shooter. Nasty jumper. Would you ever gamble on shooting? Here we go. We got jaw lighting up. (laughs) Club Top Shop going up. On a Tuesday. I realized right when I pressed the uh, the intro that I needed to get a seltzer. I was a little parched. And uh, this, this intro is just the perfect amount of time to run to the fridge to grab uh, a seltzer. It's nice to have that. Some of these intros, you know, you can't get a lot done during them, you guys. <laughs> It's the perfect length. You crushed it. <laughs> I don't think I. Uh, that, that's our Club Top Shop media team who put that uh, that video <laughs> together. So shout out to them. Um, Andy uh, is busy tonight. He might be swinging by a little bit later. Peter Jennings is uh, chucking up three pointers and not playing defense right now. But we got the trio here. NBL Jack, uh, how are we doing tonight, guys? Doing well. Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Jack, is fresh there a off. Tweet? I want to retweet the tweet. Is there a tweet? Clay did a tweet. Okay. Clay did a tweet. Uh, you're tagged. Your face on the thumbnail, Jack. I mean, you got solo thumbnail uh, mm. billing tonight. Well, with the MFers, but yes. That That is true. I mean, but this photo, I mean, Jack, I saw, did you post the photo of you with makeup on, on Twitter or was that an Instagram <laughs> exclusive? Instagram, Instagram. I was I I meant to reply to you and said post this on Twitter, you coward. <laughs> I'll post it. I'll post it later. How what are who are I assume Twitter replies are way more nasty than Instagram replies? Um yeah, most people on Instagram so it's kind of siphoned to different audiences. Snap, it's like my fans. Instagram, it's like friends and family. So it's generally positive on those two. And then Twitter, you know, Twitter's more of a trolly, you know, community, but like generally positive as well. But I think there would be different reactions for all of all of that. I will say when you posted the photo, and is that even up anymore? Or was that on Instagram stories? No, 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 it's it's on the feed. If you go to my profile and swipe okay. to the end, the uh, the makeup is there. <laughs> okay, I gotta pull this up because Jack looked like he was a child, like beauty pageant. Uh, it was like Jean-Benet <laughs> Ramsey vibes. The picture, the picture doesn't even like do it great justice. Like they almost like made my eyes like pink and like my lips like bright red and like. It was, yeah, it was, it was a thing. Uh, I'm trying to find this photo, Jack. Where is it? If you go to this. Oh, I see it. I just got it. Here we go. Jack, just hold up your phone. It's obviously your background. This this is, this is Jack with me. Look how dainty. I get made fun of for not having lips, but Jack, these are, these are dainty little lips right here. (laughs) 
Tell us what went into this. What do we got? Mascara, blush. What what do we got going? I on? have no clue. It was my first time ever doing the makeup, and it was funny because I'm very pale. Obviously, I'm very fair skin, and I said to him like. You know, when lights on, I come off even brighter on camera. It's not a great look. And she literally looked at me and was like, yeah, we got to make you darker. (laughs) (laughs) She changed my skin complexion. It's cold in Cleveland. So my lips were a little chapped. So like a little Vaseline action, um, a little hairspray. And the eyes is where it gets weird. It's like purple and like against the tan. Yeah. They put purple on your eyes? Huh? They put purple on your eyes? No, no. It just kind of comes up like the eyelid. You can see it's like a purpley little sparkly. Yeah. Okay. It was, okay. But it came, like, out, it came out well on TV. So I was happy with that. This is like here. I'll show you what this editor. You know, those American dolls, you know, <laughs> they, they came out with their first boy doll. This, that's what yeah, Jack exactly like. what I <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So tell, tell us about... uh. Cleveland. It seems like you fell in love with that city. Yeah. So Cleveland, let's talk about Cleveland for a second. Expectations going in were about as low as they could be, right? Because the city of Cleveland is known to not be great. The sports teams there are just an absolute joke. And it's Cleveland in the middle of February. So I go up to Cleveland and we ate lunch at this place that was spectacular. So I'm like, all right, maybe Cleveland's got some food. And honestly, the food was amazing. The food was spectacular. Every Uber you got in was the nicest person. The next Uber was nicer than the last. So like the Midwest people and the arena was super, super cool too. Super nice. They have like an interesting layout. One of the most interesting I've sat in. Outside of that though, my description of Cleveland is like, it's Cleveland. And you don't like need to go to understand what that means. Like everything you would imagine about Cleveland, like they have three restaurants in the whole spot. Like, they're amazing. But, like, everyone I talked to was like, all right, you got to eat at Barrio's, Melt, Mabel's for barbecue, and Marble Room for something nice. Like, there's literally five restaurants. It's cold as hell. It's on the water. Ubers take, like, anywhere from 15 to 22 minutes to come and pick you up. So you got to plan ahead for that. Um, I had a pleasant time. I would. There's no chance to go back for anything, unless, unless there's a – I'm trying to think like what scenario would have me go back to Cleveland. There's not really many. So I had an excellent time. It was, it was awesome. The food is truly really, really good, but like it's Cleveland. That I feel like Jack, we got the Instagram version of Cleveland, just you tweeting how rosy it is. But then what was actually happening behind the scenes was you running out of food options, having to wait for (laughs) Ubers. You basically told your fans a lot. You are pumping and dumping the city of Cleveland <laughs> on your loyal followers. Well, you know what? You know how dopamine is a dangerous drug. And for whatever reason, my first couple of tweets, I guess like the city of Cleveland and like their people like track Cleveland. And they're so they people. started retweeting. I gained like hundreds of Twitter followers from just <laughs> Clevelandites. And so like I was playing into it a little and like I was enjoying the meals. I wasn't going to be like, oh, this sucks waiting 17 minutes for another Uber. Um, but yeah, I would I would never go back. And they're going to pay like those 400 followers. 
when it comes to football season, I'm just trolling like Baker Mayfield. I'll quickly unfollow and I'll be on to the next city. That's what I was going to say. I was like, we should see how many new Cleveland followers you have by tweeting out something like, uh, Dearness Johnson is the best running back on the Browns <laughs> roster. Change my mind. <laughs> just yeah, just yeah. watch the replies floated. Jack, did you make your way to Forest City? No, what's that? That's like the trendy part of Cleveland. So a friend of mine who I used to work with once upon a time uh, in New York, he's from Cleveland. He moved back to Cleveland probably five years ago, six years ago, and he opened a shuffleboard bar. Do you know, do you know, um, what's the place called? Uh, Royal Palms in Brooklyn. Do you know that place? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. It's a shuffleboard bar. He basically did that in Cleveland. Very trendy place. So you you might like Cleveland a little more if you want. I mean, no offense to your friend, but like the people the people of Cleveland aren't trendy. Like I don't know if that's the right target. Forest is very trendy. It's it's like Brooklyn of the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. I've never been there. Okay. Jack, did, yeah, the I only- feel like where where do you want to live, Jack? Because you shit on New York. You shit I wanna on go to Cleveland. Miami. I want to go to Miami. Where- not that's- like South Beach. Not like South Beach, but like like uh, Midtown or Downtown Miami is where. And I would do maybe like LA. I think what I really want to do is like just bounce around. And you know, once I get a family, I think that all changes. But like for now, with like a work from home, how we're able to do that, and everything's kind of more flexible. Meetings aren't necessarily in person. I think like this is the best time to like go to Phoenix for three months, spend a summer in the Hamptons or Fire Island, like go to Miami during the winter. Like that, that's what I would want to do. It's obviously easier for me, although we are in the new apartment. So I'm kind of locked in. So just to translate what Jack said, he wants to live like a retired multimillionaire is yes. kind of <laughs> what you would like to do. <laughs> that's the ideal world now i'm realistic in knowing that i'm stuck here in new york the next year but long term we'll see you are fully uh domesticated i mean talk about pumping your instagram bags tonight but i mean we're, we're getting to see it all i get to see your dinners with Haley, putting the apartment together i i feel like i get to live the jack settlement reality show through your instagram stories that that's the intention is like i said instagram's for family and friends you fall into that category mike I don't think he follows me. It's just on Twitter. He's more of a troll. I don't have an Instagram. Come on. Do you think I have an Instagram? What if, do you know how many people on Instagram are looking for collateralized loans of their top shot moments? (laughs) (laughs) I'll send someone else out there. I can't do Instagram. Jack, can we see the new apartment? Can you give us a little tour? Yeah, there's not much going on right now. We got one piece of the couch, which was exciting. Um, We got a night, the kitchen's nice uh that's a corner table that won't be there this is where the tv will go and we're hooked in so i can't take you to the bedroom but uh there's like a bed and a dresser and a tv so that's that these chat these chat bots are evolving normally it's just one and done with a block with one of these spray and pray message damon skinny you got a long leash tonight jack settlement is a sixers fan sprayed in the chat nine times i will allow it (laughs) Yeah, D-Mang, I'll have lighting. This is obviously not the final setup. I'm on the laptop tonight. But, uh, you know, content creators, you can't just move. Remember how long it took Jennings to get his studio? I, I will be quicker. But, wow. What are the people obsessed with me as a Sixers fan? Apparently? I'm just glad. Normally, these 
uh, you guys are, you know, doing very racist, misogynistic, bigoted, you know, comment trains. And the fact that you realize the key to uh, succeeding is just gently trolling. Jack <laughs> I don't is, think you uh, understand, though. I, I would rather be, I think, uh, I don't want to say that, but I, that's one of the worst things that I could ever be as a Sixers fan. I despise them. So, uh, Yes, it is highly offensive, but also cut it out because I will start blocking you <laughs> if you're ruining the chat experience for everyone else. I do want to circle back and hear more about uh, the All-Star Game experience, but uh, Mike, what, what's going on with you? How has uh, stuff been with Floaty uh, since launch now? Floaty's going well. We've had nice activity. We've had a lot of people coming into the Discord, asking good questions, come up with good concepts. So we're having a good time with it. Um, Fundraising is going well. We should hopefully be wrapped up over the next couple of weeks. Uh, and so that's been good. Uh, we are working on adding new collections to our support. So it won't just be Top Shot moments. When I open up the Floaty Instagram, we'll be able to pump not just Top Shot, but maybe some of the other collections on flow. So hopefully we'll be able to roll that out pretty soon. And I think there are a few people out there who are, who are looking for that. And Is that like ballers or all day? Probably ballers first. Okay. Probably ballers first. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see all, all day and UFC are, are sort of similar to top shot and that it's not fully in our control. Um, we need them to go non-custodial whereas ballers, we just need to add support to it. And so likely ballers first. Cool. All right, Mike, I'm going to have the same tough conversation I had with Jack a few months back. Um, I think Water. it's time you change your profile picture to a baller to properly pump floaty in all of its offerings. It's time to it's time to make the change. Larva Lab's down bad anyways. No one will notice. <laughs> so so it's it's true. Um, at some point, I'm going to have the hoodlums go up against the ballers and whoever wins some sort of poll will uh, will win my profile picture slot for at least a few months. Really? And so at some point that that'll that'll be coming. But once once we support these collections, we'll we'll, uh, we'll do that. But yeah, I've got a ballers. I've got a bunch of hoodlums. We have a few good options. I have some nice hoodlums, actually. Okay. Have yeah, I showed yeah, but you? It's coming. It's coming. Uh, un unlike Jack, I am responsive to your suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> Jack just flat out rejected it and said, that, that's stupid. Who needs that? And now, Jack, I think I think famous Jack now has a knight as your profile picture, right or no? No, no I'm back to web two, Jack. I'm back uh, to web two, Jack. Jack are you the most famous person we've had on Club Top Shot, by the way? No, no. You're getting there. I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah. J Jack, Jack went away from. Uh, I think it's been a lot of these pump and dumps, phishing scams. It's just made you feel less like you want to feel a part of Web three. Is that right. is that why you I, made? The I want to be back in the Web two where I can break the Harden news. That's that's more about. I can love Cleveland and be a Clevelander and break the Harden news. That's that's where I want to be right now. Are you? Is your theory that people won't respect you? As an NFL and NBA insider, if you it's have an no, NFL. I know it's true because I broke the Kyrie news and it had like 10 retweets. And then I go, I go personal profile pic and I've got 20, I got 20,000 likes. And then I post a video of Pat Beverly, I got 20,000 likes. So the Web3 is good for engagement farming in the Web3, but that's a niche community. I got to think broader here. Do, yeah. do you need a separate Twitter for Web3? Is that what's going to happen? Maybe, maybe like a burner account. Yeah. Honestly, I've thought like, what happens to me? Uh, and I, I'm not a good, 
I think I could be a good shit poster, but I just don't like switching back and forth between. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to make a very specific best ball joke. Oh, now yeah. I want to make a very specific like ballers profile yeah. picture joke. And it feels like just too much. It's almost like one feature I think would be sick on Twitter is if you could like basically on your feed have different topics or things you want, like NFL Dynasty, yeah. uh, NBA best ball. And then your followers could like opt in for which of those things they want to hear from you. And then like you could personally tag your tweets with that subject. So then it's like, if I have some random crypto punk thought, like 90% of my people who follow me for fucking best ball shit don't yeah. care and they can just opt out of it. But I, I just don't like tweeting a, across the uh, the spectrum like some of you guys I, I've thought about that recently because um, I'm in the same boat. Like I live multiple lives within Twitter and I guess it's like newsletter, like do you do a newsletter if you know, if it's actually that targeted. Um, and then would people actually want to tag their tweets? You know what I mean? And then it's the same thing. It feels like Discord, right? Like, all right, follow me if I'm talking about sports versus food, but then it's like, all right, only NBA, NFL, NHL, you know, that's uh how, how good is Twitter's algorithm? Like, can, can they see which of your followers will want to see which type of tweet from you? Or like, it, it can't, it's not that He's good. Saying, you would, you would kind of opt in. So, you but if it's by person, it's not like by keyword or something, right? Right. 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 So like I could go to Jack's profile and I could opt out of all of his NBA insider tweets, you know, but just, just, <laughs> I, just do have, his... should I drop a, a source right now. I yes. Have Breaking news. We'll Let's pump it. it. We'll, we'll all pump it. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll cue it up right now and then I'll let you know when it's live. Should we okay. talk about it first? Like what, what are you going to put out there? No, 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 I have an actual source on this one. An so actual we source as it on Club Top Shot, though. Wait, what's the implication for what the other source was, Jack? I don't know. <laughs> you got to break this on Club Top Shot. I'm going to. I'm going to. It's about. Right. My, it's actually about my boy Jamal. Jamal Murray. Yeah. Wow. Um. All right. Well, while you're you know working the back channels, uh, mm. tell us about uh NBA All Star Game outside of the city of Cleveland. Uh, yeah. What were the highlights? Yeah, all uh, Cleveland was great, as we said. Uh, I didn't do much Friday night. I was at dinner with my brother, who you know, he's been in the chat before. And he was, it's pretty funny, because I think we've met athletes and celebrities before now. He's never been in the room with one of them. And so Jalen Rose actually happened to sit down right next to us at the bar. And we grew up Michigan fans, so maybe there's a little extra in it. But, like, it's crazy watching someone, like, lose complete focus over literally everything. Like, I was trying to talk to him, and he's just, like, listening to, like, what Jalen Rose is saying, um, which is pretty funny. We left Jalen alone because, I don't know, I'm not really, like, unless I had something I actually wanted to talk to him about, it's not really, like, I don't need to disrupt him. And eight other people sent him drinks. It was interesting. Um, so that was funny. And then we went to dinner. And Channing Fry. Do you know Channing Fry, Pete? Yeah. He used to play on the Suns, right? Yeah, he played on the Suns. He played in Cleveland, so that's why he was there. He is probably the most interesting athlete I've ever talked to. He is obsessed with wine, has his own wine company. Kevin loves a partner in it. And we talked for two and a half hours about the wine, all the different countries, the you know, the grape. It was really cool to see like an athlete who, you know, for 20 years was a basketball player. Because like he could, he only cares about wine. It was cool. Um, Saturday, I thought the the dunk contest was terrible. Three point was okay. I like the skills challenge. Um, 
And then Sunday, I thought the game was, you know, it's boring in the first half. Steph was pretty incredible. LeBron hit the game winner. Um, I went on live television. I'll give you one funny story of in the green room. It was like a TNT bleacher talent. So like some reason I was in there. And then it was like Ernie Johnson uh, and then Chuck and Shaq walked in. And they're putting on their like all NBA 75 blazers. And Shaq's like, Chuck, like who the fuck gave you one of those blazers? Like even off the air, they're the exact same people. And Chuck's like, you could fly down to Auburn. You can fly up to Philly. I got statues outside both. And Shaq's like, you can fly to LA. I got one in Baton Rouge. Like as if anyone in the room was questioning if like either one of them deserved to be on the list. And then of course, Chuck, like Kenny Smith, who's not on the all 75 trucks like Kenny Kenny where's your blazer and he's like fucking with him um so it was cool to like be in that scene but it was a good game and uh it was cool to see all the legends honored it was cool that MJ showed up it was cool LeBron kind of had that in his home city um and now we're on to the final third of the season Jack, you missed just a, a ripe opportunity to kind of uh, raise your hand there with uh, Shaq and, and Charles Bustin' Balls and saying, I'm going to have uh, a statue of me in the Snapchat metaverse. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how do you not hit him with that one, Jack? I should have. I definitely should have. Uh, Mike, did you watch uh, any of the All-Star Game festivities? I did. The, the, yeah, the dunk contest was a mess. Um, I thought the game itself was fun to watch. I mean, Steph just went absolutely bonkers. It's it's crazy to watch him. Uh, and aside from that, it was just a good time. Ja doing his thing. LeBron with the with the game winning shot. Um, yeah, and and the seventy fifth anniversary stuff was pretty cool. That that that's a cool one that, that you went yeah. to to that Jack and you experienced that. I mean, that was an unbelievable collection of people all in all in one place so yeah that, that, that was pretty cool um, well let's uh i forgot to mention i went to the nba crossover which is like the nba nfl experience for nba the top shot um little pop-up was there downstairs it was pretty packed Cade cunningham was in there when i was there um they had like a qr code to sign up if you uh put your info in you got like free sour patch kids apparently people were clowning on that but it was like they had to capture information in like a fun, creative way. And that was kind of how the NBA allowed for it. Um, and then the Jalen Green thing, I think was a bummer, but it was a really good learning experience. I would assume for them that, you know, working with the NBA is obviously super tough. Then you have the NBA NFTs that came out. Um, it was a really interesting weekend for Top Shot. Uh, I got to talk with like Jacob and a couple of, of the team, the guy who made the actual chain. Um, they're trying. They're definitely trying to say marketing's not on, though. I think that's where I like push back and say like that that's marketing. Like they're running commercials all on TNT the whole weekend. They have the pop up. So marketing's on. The results are not you know where we want to be, but it's a long, long process. So. We'll say I'm curious what what it looked like from home, Mike. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys looked at the promotions, but basically they, they have these new team all-star auctions going on right now. And a lot of people were kind of pissed off with those, kind of saying, hang on, like we already own Top Shot Moments. Why are you guys auctioning off the utility that was kind of promised to us? Which I think is a, is a valid question. We haven't gotten too much feedback on that. Rohan put out a tweet kind of addressing it, um, but... 
sort of a kick the can kind of tweet like yeah it's coming it's coming um but but anyway they did make it so that one of the, there was 31 of these and one of them is given away to current collectors and there were ways for you to kind of scan a qr code on tnt to increase your chances of winning that one of 31 and so yeah it was, it was kind of cool to see them do a more serious marketing push i do think there's going to be a lag effect um you know people won't just see the name and see one ad and and sign up but these things are cumulative they they add up the, you know, the, the brand becomes more familiar um i think that the biggest disappointment of the weekend was sort of out of their control i think i don't know what's going on behind the scenes but when the jalen green thing was going on wade was talking or he was commenting commentating on the on the contest and he said, oh, I think that might be connected to Jalen Green having a, a sponsorship with Coinbase instead yeah. of Top Shot, which was that's real. That's that's messy. I don't know if that's on Top Shot to like let everyone know that this is coming and to be prepared. Um, well, how about the fact that the Dwayne Wade thing, like they already paid him a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah like he, he should know what the fuck it is. Right. Yeah, so th- <laughs> that, I mean, that, that was really bad. It was more upset with Dapper about that. It was tough to tell. Yeah, so people are upset with Dapper about that, but like I think overall it was it was a good weekend, just kind of showing their reach, what they can do, that they're pushing on on marketing and commercials and all that at this point that they can get tied in enough with the NBA that here we are, kind of a year and a half after they launched, and they've got someone putting on a Top Shot necklace in, in the dunk contest. That's pretty cool to see, and so well, you know, we'll see if it has a, a huge impact. But I thought it was. I thought it was cool. Not that, that uh, you know, they could have executed a bit better. The Wade thing was pretty disappointing. Um, but overall, it was pretty cool from home. It was good to see. This fucking chat. Oh, man. Oh, You're so, working on overload here. Um, so I, I talked to Jacob. I said, what's the expectation? How much will each of these go for? Before I reveal what he believes, what do you guys think? And I'm curious what chat thinks, too. So just so everyone knows, five years of all access, lower bowl tickets to both uh, all three nights of the competition. You get like an on-court photo, a VIP meet and greet with an NBA legend or all-star. Um, and then obviously you get to hold the NFT. You want to go first, Jefferson? No, I mean, I, I thought it was cool. I mean, this is getting at what we've been talking about. I think even Jennings had been pounding the drum for this kind of stuff for a long time, like really high-end exclusive treatment that you can't get anywhere else, that Top Shot and Dapper are able to get because of their connections, that you basically experiences you can't buy otherwise. And so I think this is uh, a step in the right direction uh, for that. What was your take, Mike? So, yeah, I, I agree with all that. I think what be nice to know is is there a secondary market for this like basically can you win this and then for a year or two years or three years lease it out basically and say right. okay i don't want to go to the the one that's in whatever, minnesota um does does someone else want to go to that one and you know sell it to you for five thousand bucks for this year or whatever i think that would make them more valuable it, it would almost feel like a burden to go for five straight years of it yeah. um it's a really, really cool thing. And again, I think to your point, it's a show of reach and access, um, which which is pretty cool. So in answer to the question, I my guess is in the range of twenty five to fifty thousand um, for the for the auctions. I a couple of things. I'm just not sure that there are that many people on the platform today who want to spend six figures um, on something like this. 
I don't know if the plan or goal is to get regular NBA fans in who might pay up for an experience like this, but and I, th- I think if you could do it year by year, it, it might go higher than a five-year package. It's hard. It's hard to think about a five-year package. Like who, who knows yeah. what you actually want to do? So my guess is twenty-five to fifty thousand dollar range. Yeah, it is. It is a long, a long time horizon where most people uh, are barely planning. You know, trips and vacations out. You know, six months in advance. Yeah. A lot of people who regularly go to the all-star games it's because of media commitments anyway so yeah it is hard to know like who that target demographic is i feel like there's some more fun stuff that you could do where maybe it was like a a collection of things you could pick from you know as far as going to a playoff game or um i don't know maybe it's one of the cool locations they do a preseason game abroad or something like that like kind of mix up the the variety that could appeal to to different types of people yeah i, I agree which which kind of goes to the secondary thing if i if i could do it for like two out of five years that would be pretty cool I, i'd be interested in that you know pick out a couple of cities i want to go visit um iceman i was in minnesota in 2021 for a Twins game and a Vikings game. I loved it. Um, I was there so recently, so I don't want to go back over the next five years. Um, love Minnesota. Kind of lump it in with the with the Cleveland Midwest vibes. Good people. The people in Minnesota are very much like Canadian people. That there's a nice overlap there. Very friendly people. Love the cold. Embrace the cold. Take pride in going out in like four degree weather in t-shirts. It's a it's a vibe up there. I like it. I, I will say this, uh, in Iceman, and there has been a contingent of people wanting to host the very first ever uh, man's conference in Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> I will say, I think the club should not rule out a late May trip to Minnesota for VCon and to heckle Andy at his his panel. And like, I, I wouldn't actually go to the you conference. You own a VFRAN? No, I w- but I would go out there and go to the bars and drink uh, yeah. and hang out. <laughs> Um, and, and sneak in to, uh, to Andy, you know what? I could have someone, I think Urkelano has a V friend. Um, I think Holka and Holka lives there. So I don't know. I feel like with, with some friends, I think they have some plus ones. We could probably find our way into, uh, into VCon. I'm down. (laughs) Did you, do you guys know the, uh, the, uh, uh, NFT influencer, the kid, uh, Shamdow, Shamdu? Yeah, he's like 14, uh, right? He's like 14. Did you see his tweet about Gary V last night? No. He's like, he was like, dude, I, I just found out that Gary V is only like 46. I thought he was like at least 60 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Gary's going to run with that. That's like half his bit is about how young he is and how much life he has to go and how young. We, like, uh, I'm curious what Chad thinks. What does Chad think for five years, NBA All-Star, NFT? Um, and then I'll give you what did Oberset submit a, a guess? Sorry, he for how much it would go for with the long time horizon and a lot of that gibberish. Um, sorry, I was also shook that you uh leaked our club top shot exclusive on Twitter first year. <laughs> it's already out. <laughs> this is the this is the word. I mean, this is what we're calling breaking news now. It's oh my God! He's been out for he's been out for a while. Jamal Murray said to return in the month of March. Way to cast a wide net on that return, Jack. The team I'm just, I'm just telling you, he's coming back. That's big implications. I took my Nuggets to win the West last night. 
Uh, We're going to get him back, Porter Jr. back. I'm just saying, that's some good alpha here. (laughs) 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 Um. So what? Sorry, what am I guessing the uh, the amount I'm that it's going to go, go for? for it. yeah. Do you know this? Do you do you know the situation? They're all, they're auctioning off thirty of these things. I honestly didn't. I thought it was a giveaway for like they, they one giveaway, and then they're auctioning off thirty of them. Okay, so and have they? Do we have bidding action? No, so it far? starts tomorrow. The Lakers one starts tomorrow. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I. Have they put an estimated value themselves on it or no? Not that I've seen. I'll I'll say it goes for 25K. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because I think they haven't really specified, like, if you buy the, you know, the Pelicans one versus the Lakers or Knicks, I think there's going to be offshoot of pricing there. I also think I'm only allowed to maybe be in the Knicks auction because of my fandom. I'm not sure if that's for sure or not. They said they're expecting it to be like a hundred grand a pop. Uh, I think that's, I think that's, you know, obviously not what's going to be the case. But they need to market to the uh, best ball bros who are willing to lock up their money for right. an entire exactly. year. I mean, who's locking up a hundred thousand in an entire half decade? Oh my um, god! I, I think it's a cool concept. I think. I'm only interested in it because it's going to give a really, really, not a great, but a really, really good indication of like platinum ice and auction on the top shop platform, getting money into a flow wallet or dapper wallet, you know, when you're going to FOMO into it and when you have an initial price and then you're in the bidding action. So um, that's what I'm intrigued by. And then I've heard that like people are thinking about teaming up and doing a giveaway and it's a marketing thing because for a fan, that is a really cool gift to get. So if they're at like 15K, do you go and buy one and give that away if you're a company and it's like a marketing thing? But um, is there a price? Huh? Interesting. Floaty. Right. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Wink, wink, Mike. Um, But is there a price for personal? that you'd be like, all right, that's a must buy. Like I see John Thompson saying six to nine grand. Like if the next one was under 10 grand, like I'm buying that partially because I know I'm going to all-star probably for the next few years. So that's like a, a need, a great, but is there a price to you? I, you know, I, I wish they put more details around. They have a few like open-ended things. They've got like just general top shot perks and like, general yeah. team perks if i knew what that meant i would feel better about putting like real money behind it but like if the primary thing you're getting here are like good seats for the all-star game like again i, I don't know if i, if I, if I like value that that much like if, if you take the nft context out of this and this was just an auction off of top shot and it said you can win you know you get all-star tickets you get like maybe these dinners you get uh, you know a photo here I mean, I wouldn't attribute like massive value to that. So I want to understand like, what are the unknowns here? What do you get with this? Is this something where like, you're going to look back and say, holy crap, I can't believe it only went for that amount. And like, I don't know, I'm like a little skeptical. That's I'm, I, I guess I'm probably in like a similar range to that, like maybe like 10 to 15 grand, maybe. Like, would I really want to pay 15 grand for that? Probably not. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. 
It's hard too, even just from like, I do think companies and businesses would be into that, but I mean, the way companies operate, like they have annual budgets, you know, like no one's making a five year, you know, entertainment, uh, wine and dine budget for, for clients and stuff too. So, but I guess that's, you know, someone mentioned the chat, it's an NFT, you could sell it, which would actually be really interesting to see how the price would decrease. It's almost like its own Dutch auction where the value gets extracted out of it a little bit each year. And then like, do you, you know, take advantage of all the one year perks and then put it up on the market for someone else. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Right. I'd love to know about the secondary possibility. Cause like one year of this at one fifth of the auction price to me is like way more attractive than five years of it. Yeah. Well, you'd imagine you're going to get a discount by obviously getting it for five years. Right. So if you said this is worth three K per year, which is probably worth actually all stars actually a really expensive weekend, like not getting there necessarily in hotels, but like, the tickets are like four to five hundred bucks to get in, which is pretty nice. For the game itself, or for like the whole weekend. For the game. Wow. Yeah, even in fucking Cleveland. Um, so. Whoa. How do you how do you price it on a one year versus five years? We'll see. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good question. I'm interested to see. Uh, here's another question: Do we think the first one? Where do we th- of the thirty? If setting aside teams, yeah. there's thirty of them. Is the first one? Does that end up near the top of the the? auctions near the bottom of the auctions near the middle interesting what i know is lakers is first right so that was obviously strategic and Knicks is actually either last or second to last so they kind of bookend what they expect and what i think we all agree will be the most it'll be interesting to see right you if the lakers goes for let's say 25 you can obviously reason that pelicans blazers jet like those aren't gonna go over 25 grand which i think people like okay that makes sense Versus if you if you set the floor kind of low, how high would the rest go? Um, I think you'll have to see the bidding. Either the Knicks will go for a quarter of the price of the Lakers, or it'll beat it out if people actually show interest in this thing. Um, five years, guys, on a high-valued NFT. Are you guys thinking what I'm thinking right here? Little uh, <laughs> little fifth of a little fifth of an all star game experience. Honestly, I'm not opposed to that concept. Like, go with five and then figure out who's going to each one. Like, what are the chances I'm friends with Mike in five years? <laughs> you don't have to be. I don't want to go with you. Just you go one year, I go a different yeah. year. Just you just need to be able to get in contact with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you yeah, to, no, we're all going trust. with with people outside of this. I mean, it's just yeah. saying yeah, we, we, all, we have yeah. like three or four months together and that, that, that's probably <laughs> it from here. <laughs> I mean, you're not even on Instagram. That's where I'm communicating with my people. Yeah. I'm in the troll replies of Twitter. Um, yeah. So what let's, uh, let's talk a little bit, uh, NFL all day because I know they were having issues opening up the marketplace today. I know some of the sites coming out with the account valuations, you know, there were some really high valuations there based on just the, the few moments that were listed. Um, where have you guys been at with the NFL all day stuff? And I'll also mention, I did today create in the deposit kingdom discord. We of course have club top shot. We now have club all day. So if you're looking for your home to talk about all day, uh, what a really funny anecdote about this. I open this up. I see a guy with a white name, uh, which in discord means they're very new to the server. I search in jelly bones, his first post, he had entered the server in January. 
His first post was today, seconds after I created this challenge, and he just wrote, postponed all day. This guy had been lurking in the Discord, just waiting for a place to vocalize his frustrations with <laughs> NFL all day. Uh, anyways, uh, how, how are you guys uh, um, processing this new development? So I went on to the site. I You go to all day. It takes you to a different tab. So the marketplace actually doesn't seem to be on the all day thing, which was a little bit confusing. And at that time, it was down. So I came back a few hours later. I was interested in like, what are the legendaries being listed at? And then I looked up Lamar and I realized, I guess week 13 was the Steelers game. So he's not even going to be in what is, I guess, series one. So that kind of had me bummed out. It's going to be fun coming at it from like this perspective, right? Where obviously Mike and I and you, Pete and Jennings and Andy, like we can't be whales unless we put, you know, a fuck ton of money into it. And so I'm going to be a collector on this. And so no Lamar kind of shot my, um, you know, my initial instinct to get in there. I think the Brady stuff will be cool uh, because I was at the Super Bowl. I think the cup and maybe a Donald moment will be cool. But like, I have zero interest in Davis Mill, like, like trying to bet on Davis Mills um, or a Najee or a T Higgins. Yeah, it's part of the challenge, you know, because everyone's seen what happened with Top Shot for the early adopters. A lot of this is is priced at probably somewhat reasonable market values today. So there's less opportunity to just kind of scoop up a ton of assets and massive stacks of things and just like wait for everyone else to arrive. It's it's kind of people are here already. Yeah, and it is. I mean, we we've talked about this too. I mean, it's so much easier for you know, a non top 50 player in the NBA to have a really sick moment, just the way basketball and not having helmets and just that versus like Jack was saying, like, it's basically impossible for, I mean, Davis Mills would have to have like an insane Hail Mary or some no look, you know, Mahomes-esque pass. Like one of his standard plays is not going to be able to transcend what has longevity on the site. And like, I I was talking to uh, Mike Zakarian from Team Hold today and it was like, I mean, when I'm thinking about this stuff, it's either I want the sick quarterbacks or I want the super young baller receivers like Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. And I'm like, outside of that, I have basically no confidence that any of this other stuff can withstand the test of time. And I was even using Cooper Cup as an example. Like he's coming off an absolute insane season. Like, you know, just an honestly astounding what he did this year. And like he could have, he's going to regress next year. He can't do next year what he did this year and if he were to have a bad season like he doesn't have enough of a legacy to where his moments are going to hold up over time and so that just makes it very dicey for me just knowing how cruel football is to the longevity of these players yeah and sports cards it's brutal it's like seven quarterbacks sell and that's just about it i will say it's tougher for mills to have a moment but in the same vein like cups super bowl moment like the final set, the final set is like not even that cool in the NBA because it's not like some insane play from that set. Um, versus cups are like you know a game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. True. Donald's got a game-winning set. Yeah, and the question is like right now these cup moments feel cool to me, but like in two years, how how are we going to feel about a cup Super Bowl moment? Right. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, like that, that highlight just like, does it, it's not that exciting. I, I guess like the time of the game was exciting, but like the Marshawn Lynch, like beast mode run would be like yeah. a, a great all day play. Like maybe like the Nick Foles Philly special thing would be, would be a great all day play, but like, there just aren't that many super interesting plays that, that, uh, that, that happen out there. And I think the helmet thing kills it. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're, they're, you know, if you think back in history also, like, Jack, which of the old players hold up well in terms of value? Like, which NFL players? Like, are Jerry Rice cards worth a bunch? Uh, Jerry Rice ones are because I think they're like super scarce. Right. Know, like people didn't necessarily hold on to them in good condition. Uh, Brady, obviously, although he retired like a what about Drew Brees? Brees, no. Peyton, like a little, but only a couple. Um, Rogers, like, doesn't sell great. Uh, Montana does, but like a lot of that stuff is just because the cards are so old that there's only so many like ones in good condition. And so those ones run up high, but, um, they don't sell like the modern stuff. It's interesting. I don't know if it's the NFL or just because the helmets or whatever else, but the star power just isn't nearly as strong in the NFL that is in the NBA. Yeah. I also think like the, the art design, like on this one thing that top shot did good, it like they felt 3d part of that yeah. is from the design with kind of the cubic element and the way it almost feels like it pops out. These feel so to. flat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like there's some, and even going through these, I don't know, there's something about it that just doesn't seem as futuristic and cool as the way when I first navigated top shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's not vertical. It's not. Yeah. That's a good, that's a really good point. It's, it's tough though too. Yeah. Cause I like, you know, I remember these plays and, you know, from watching the games and playing DFS and all this stuff. And they're, they're like cool plays, but man, I, I just, the way we think about top shot. And I know right when I first got on and Jack, you making the big bet on LeBron and the way, you know, hearing uh, Pete and Mike and Andy talk about kind of their investment thesis with top shot. And I'm like, when I apply that to NFL all day, there's not a lot of moments that kind of fit that criteria. Yeah. Yeah, it'll um, be interesting to see how it evolves. Yeah. And I, I do what do you what is your guys' thoughts on like the other kind of team melt stuff that they're doing too? It feels like they're trying to figure out how do we make this collectible stuff work for the NFL game. Yeah, I, I like that sort of concept because again, like we're talking about, there's only so many super exciting plays that, that can happen and so many household names but people are very loyal to their teams uh, people have you know significant affiliation with their teams excitement about their teams and let's see i haven't watched too many of these actually let's see yeah this is one of this is the steelers team out looks like at least up on the marketplace right now there's a lions one and a steelers jack do you know if those are the only two out altogether, or just the two that are up right now for legendary let's see no, so there's just, a bu- there was a bunch of legendary listed. What do you have it? Oh, you have play type. Yeah, I just did the team melt. I just wanted to see which oh, uh, the team melt style. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess. Um, I like this. I like the concept. Um, but again, like as we're watching this, this isn't like oh my lord, what like what an amazing play. It's just kind of like basic plays. Well, yeah. this one's I guess a game winning drive for their first win or something. Right. Which is like. <laughs> What an awful moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like if you're a Lions fan, you're like, oh, I want to own our our one, our, you know, so we didn't go defeated this year. 
Right. I, I know it's like conceptual, like a two minute drive and, and, and all that. It's just like not that compelling to watch. Yeah. yeah. It really does feel like you're watching like a YouTube compilation of their final drive. It should. It's so it's hard, right? Because I understand that the way that they're going to operate as a platform is continuing to introduce supply. And of course they'll get to what they, what top shots doing with challenges and there'll be more, you know, quote unquote utility for some of this stuff. But like as a diehard football fan, looking back on this season, if you say Pete, what, you know, what's the story of the Detroit lions. And to me, the only thing that comes to mind is Amon Ross St. Brown's finish to the season. So we have a young rookie wide receiver who defied expectations based on his draft capital and was just electric down the stretch. And to me, that's like the only lasting memory from this team. And so are there ways that you could curate these moments based on what people actually care about? And remember, because like you said, outside of some sick Detroit Lions fans, no one gives a shit about this. Well, the irony is that Amon catches the game winning pass in this. this. But I I see what you're saying there. I think it is interesting if they've gone about it like a like what do we love about sports cards is you're making an investment in these players. And if it's a rookie year, that's their rookie card. And so if they had player melted all his best moments from his rookie year into a compilation and then rookie badged it, I agree. Yes. That's way more. And that's more interesting than the static card, right? That is super interesting. And then you can use it in a fantasy element too, but we know like that, you know, it's just not going to, the money is not, it's in the print. Like it's in the print, the supply, get the packs. Like it's a printing machine. And I think it's just very clear that that's the intention of, of Dapper at this point in time. If I was Liam, uh, shout out to Liam Murphy, who won Best Ball Mania 2 on Underdog Fantasy this year for a million dollars. And he had a mini stack in this game. He had Rashad Penny on the Seahawks and Amon Ross St. Brown on the Lions. If I was him, I would want this moment here yeah. of Amon Ra as, as a true collectible uh, to remember that experience. But yeah, I, I do love that idea of a player melt Give me the compilation from that rookie because that's where you're really able to say, what can I do that sports cards can't do here? And that's melt these things together and have this composite of the best plays. The problem is to make that work, right? Is we'd want a really limited edition size. Like we'd want it out of, you know, more, no more than 5,000 or whatever that number is to make it truly feel special. And I think that's the hard thing that they wrestle with it. And they're wrestling with it on top shot with the supply stuff too. Yeah. I, th- I think D-Mang is right that the footage itself would benefit from kind of more build-up or more close-ups or, or something like a little more than just like you're sitting on your couch kind of watching it and then watching the gameplay. And I, I, I do think there, there's an issue. It's just the plays themselves aren't that exciting. Generally. Like, like a, a dunk or like a cool three or like a crossover, the defender falls over, I think is generally more entertaining to watch than like, I don't know, a, t- a touchdown catch outside of like pretty extreme ones. Yeah. Uh, Brian did mention here, and I did just search. He says they have player melt. So I want to see if, are these from a specific game or are these from the, let's see this Travis Kelsey. So it does yeah, still yeah, look from like drives. They're from drives. It's from a drive. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I was saying more like, I don't care about the specific Travis Kelsey, but say last year when he had that massive campaign, could you have his best plays? From that entire season, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think. Football is obviously fun to watch. So how can they try and capture 
what makes it fun to watch, what makes it entertaining in these moments. Because like the, these do seem a bit boring. Yeah, they do. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they need like more like the announcers or something well, like that. Here's here's the here's a really good prism to view it through, right? Um, if a moment could make it onto a sports center top 10, to me, that's worthy of a moment, right? If it's, if it, if it can't be shared or go viral on Twitter or people get excited about the clip, like then what are we even doing? Right? Like if, if we can't get excited in that very moment for something like in none of these plays from Travis Kelsey, were going viral on Twitter for how sick they were. The game winner is pretty good in overtime. I hate this melt because I actually tried points betting his uh, touchdowns times receiving yards for uh, $5 units. And we would have won like six grand and points bet limited us to like 20 cents, which uh, is a bummer. So I'll never forget this game from Kelsey because of the lost funds. But <laughs> isn't uh, it funny that all of our memories tied to NFL is just said. like gambling DFS and best ball. Someone in the chat said that's why yeah. we remember the shit. And I think I posted that throughout the years. Like eliminate fantasy and gambling. Like the NFL product is brutal. Like no one's watching three. Like if you put Seahawks Saints on Monday Night Football and you said you cannot bet on it. You can't play fantasy and you can't tweet like no, like you could not pay me to watch that. Ex- except for the fans of those teams, which is why like in how, how can they better tie it to the teams? I guess and the team melt thing kind of does that. I just think like the cam, the camera angles, like the, the, the Kelsey one at the end there where they showed the angle behind Kelsey with you know, for, kind of from Mahomes perspective, that same is. It's the same thing they did with the Stafford no look throw. Like that's a cool angle. Like someone mentioned in the chat that you know if, if you could present, I don't know, the all twenty two or something like that, or like run a little analysis on it, or or use the um, I can't remember the like advanced analytics, the next gen stats or whatever it's called, something like that to just add more to the play. What made this a cool play beyond what we can just see from home? How about something like again? We're all thinking about this in terms of gambling and fantasy. Like to me, what if you had you know Travis Kelsey like a little graphic? Like he finished his tight end one on the week and he had twenty eight PPR points. You know, at least something to help frame it in ways that you know uh, might resonate with us more. And, and maybe that's a bad idea, but I'm still just trying to think like. How do you give these a little bit more gravitas? Because a bunch of them don't have that right now. Yeah. I mean, give them um, utility, right? That's that's yeah. the other things. Give them utility. I it's gonna be interesting because they've said, right? OTM, go do your thing. Uh moments ranks built like their game. And I think the fantasy element clearly is a good <laughs> use for it. And uh someone in the chat. Yeah, sorry, Rick. Um <laughs> But now they're like, all right, flash challenges. Now, is that a way to move the market? Or can we play in a fantasy aspect? Is that legal for that? You know, it's complicated. It's tough. They got to work with the leagues. That's a brutal process. But I think they do take our kind of feedback and recommendations. And they're listening. I know they're listening, not necessarily at this moment, but in general. So um, don't be afraid to, you know, who was the guy in in Discord who wanted to vent? And... (laughs) Jellyfish. Um, yeah, tell Jellyfish tweet it into the abyss. Maybe someone from Dapper will see it and enjoy it. I mean, I think the yeah. chat's got some interesting suggestions here. Like watching NFL films is like 
interesting, dramatic. They put music around it. They have commentary. Yeah. They've got like a little history sprinkled in. They've got cool camera angles, um, you know, things like that. And like Chris Berman's like two minutes or whatever he does. Um, you know, that's fun to watch. There are ways to make the plays more interesting, but just kind of the watching the plays from the same angle we have from our couch, kind of random plays from the middle of the game. doesn't seem like that, that interesting. So I don't know if they need to focus more on more important plays or add some audio to it that makes it more interesting. How about this for an idea? So there's a, there's a moment that comes out and top shot hires various people to do the play by play voiceover for that. So you have like the iconic, you get, you get Chris Berman, but then you also have like fucking Snoop Dogg doing play by play for this. And so now the randomized aspect of is not only did you get this moment, but what announcer did you get? So it basically segment the moment in two ways, the moment itself, and then the audio component as another trait for it. I thought you were saying have fans commentate it. I don't think anyone wants that. Uh, I, I tried. I remember I went down in Tampa and tried commentating a Michael Vick highlight. And it was a lot of just like, oh, 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 oh. And he go, oh, oh. Like, you know, the, leave it to the pros. But, yeah, if it was Snoop or it was, you know, something like that. John, John, we're talking about fucking digital collectibles. The entire thing is gimmicky, but <laughs> there is nothing cool or ungimmicky about any of this shit. Um, KD mumble commentary. That would be good. Um, yeah, what, what happened yeah. with the grand stuff? I saw people didn't love his effort. Um, what? Yeah. I don't, I'm not familiar with what with that what? was. I guess the Durant stuff. Just general Durant. I mean, they put up that video of him, like going through the platform and buying some moments. Like, I mean, Durant isn't the most like exciting personality as is, but like it, it definitely didn't seem like his heart was in the promotions they did. Again, again, I think it's like a cool thing to be affiliated with KD and that they, again, they have that kind of reach. I mean, KD is probably, I don't know, top three most desirable sponsor you can get in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, LeBron, Steph, maybe Giannis, like a sneaky John Morant if you really want. But Taylor Stein in the chat says KD went one take Drake on these voiceovers. Felt like they recorded the whole thing uh, in a half hour. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It, it it was it was a it seemed like a relatively low effort thing from him. Um, but again, like that's kind of KD. Oh, I just saw the Dante DiVincenzo moment. Let's go. Oh, yeah. where's Andy when you need him? Wow, Andy, are your ears burning? Yeah. How could you sell uh, the big? What was he? Big ragu? Yeah, something ragu. ragu. The, the, the Michael Jordan of Delaware. <laughs> um. I do. Uh, we're we're going to open some packs in uh, in a little bit. I know Alex is going to hop on in uh, 10 or so minutes, but I did. Uh, we don't have our actual Solidity dev uh, Andy here to walk us through what went down with the uh, OpenSea scare. So we can kind of talk through it more um, from a user experience and how you guys were feeling about your assets when you saw that. But um, I believe was this, was it Saturday or Sunday night? Um but how how did you guys kind of process that stuff when Twitter and everyone blew up that uh, all of our NFTs could be stolen from our wallets? I, I it was scary as all hell. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" I was I was with my in laws in upstate New York. It had snowed that day, and I had to go grab my computer, get my like, little treasure thing, and and make sure that my assets were still there, and then. I checked and I was like, all right, like, are they still going to be there in 10 minutes? I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know what I need to be doing. I tried to like 
revoke as many things as I can. And then, you know, every every tweet comes out like revoking doesn't help. It wasn't actually an email phishing thing. Like anyone's getting hacked. And I'm like, all right, like I think I've done all I can. I don't know what else to do. I like can't do the thing where I set up a fresh wallet and like go through a bunch of shit. Like it, this just is what it is. And if 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 the hackers get me, hat tip to them. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's the 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 family vault there. Mike just went, you know. If it happens, it I don't know happens. what the hell else to do. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't. No one knows what the hell happened. Yeah, Max, I typically carry my treasure with me. Yes, not in pocket, but just like with me. Do you you travel with your stuff? Yeah. You don't. You don't have to reveal your personal security on on this show, Mike. I travel with it. Interesting. I I do think that was what was hard for so many people was the kind of misinformation going on out there. And I feel like we've seen this with the board ape hacks where it's always the exact same story. Uh, I didn't click any links. I shouldn't, you know, they just were gone. And it's, everyone knows like there was a point of failure at some point, but it's not helpful when we can't actually pinpoint what it was. And this was just like an absolute fever pitch with this stuff. There was also OpenSea had changed that contract the Wavern thing when you sign it. And so that looked new for people too. So I think it was just like this, you know, perfect storm of, you know, everyone freaking out uh, about something that ultimately seemed to be pretty concentrated to what, what it ended up being like a hundred wallets or something like that. But there was a phishing attack. Yes. I believe they, they said it was about a month ago uh, yeah. was when the attack happened. Yeah. So someone waited it out and then pretty like obviously feel terrible for the people who, you know, got scammed. But the person like took all their NFTs and then was like sending them back their shitty ones and <laughs> selling their best ones and sending them like parts of ETH. Like He was he was a trolley uh, hacker yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the roller coaster emotions of getting drained and then having like half of it come back to your wallet, like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, so that that was a very uh, scary thing. And I know for a lot of people too, um, you know, some people made mistakes moving too quickly too, trying to do stuff. People trying to move to wallets. A, a lot of sites got thrown under the bus. There was the X2Y2 who had just launched their, you know, vampire attack, OpenSea killer site as well. And someone had mentioned like, oh yeah, I had connected to that earlier this week. And everyone said, well, now it's X2Y2's fault. Um, and now everyone who had claimed that airdrop this past week was freaking out. And it was just um, not, not the best look for, I don't know, the gatekeepers of the NFT space, you know, I, I don't feel like anyone knew who to go to and trust. Like for me, there was, you know, people were curating some tweets from developers who actually seemed to be able to kind of decipher a little bit what was going on. And I was trying to track that. But for the most part, um, lots of misinformation was going around. No, it was, it was petrifying. And like, is it over now? I don't. I, I don't know. I could, it was I the first time that crypto Twitter actually didn't know what was going on. And I think that freaked everyone out because there were, even the smartest people didn't really know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it. I think uh, on the whole too, and you know, the takeaway. You know, sometimes everyone's like, "Well, you put your assets on a hardware wallet," and that doesn't even solve a lot of the problems, right? Like if you're still signing random shit with your hardware wallet it doesn't matter that your assets are on a hardware wallet like yeah. you're giving up that access via those signatures and we are like if 
if you are, you know, I'm going and redeeming, you know, whitelist spots and stuff for various NFTs you own, and you're constantly collab landing and verifying stuff like this. And over the course of a week, you can be signing a lot of stuff. And then they say, read the signature, but I look at the signature and I try to verify the link, but I don't know half the fucking characters that are in it. And it, it was yeah, just like a good wake up call to move a little bit slower, like with all of this stuff. And there's deep fake emails. Like that's the shit that's fucked up. Like I, yeah. I think I shared my Coinbase scare, which was like, I got a call. Uh, hey, like, have you logged in to your Coinbase from this location? I was like, no. And like, that's always a red flag. But then I went to check Coinbase and I had gotten logged out of it. And I was like, how would that happen? Like, I didn't reset my password or anything. And then I look up the um, the customer service phone number to see like what the situation is. And it was the exact same phone number, except the last two digits were flipped. And so like, if you are in a panic state and you're not really thinking straight and then you see that and then like, you don't really check it three times, I'm sure they got a bunch of like crypto news. They were close to getting me. Cause I was like, the second they asked for the secure, for the um, like, I guess, authentication code. That's when I was like, okay, that's the red flag. But like, why wouldn't Coinbase, you know, hit you up when uh, your account got hacked? So it's uh, it's scary out there and people are going to lose their asses. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And I even saw some conversation too um, about we all get, and we all love getting an OpenSea email that we sold something, but right. that also provides uh, an attack vector that we're all fairly comfortable with. Like you could probably send me uh, a very uh, real looking sell email that I would be tempted to click. Um, and that was another kind of wake up call of like, start to use those more as, and for the most part, I, I do, you know, just reading the contents, but just knowing like, I, I'm not clicking shit like yeah. in, my, in my email anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to go take the extra few seconds and uh, type open C into my browser uh, and make sure I'm not clicking anything. So um, yeah, it definitely a good wake up call uh, here as, as Lou was saying in the chat. Um, da, da, da. um, let's see here. Was there any other stuff? Oh, I did want to talk. Uh, I know you guys are, uh, you know, maxis in your various stuff, but we have seen a lot, uh, pumping in the NFT space, uh, this week, the tubbies are super hot right now, specifically on crypto Twitter. I know Mike, you're familiar with the tubbies because I believe you had Ratwell make you one of those comfy couches, uh, this summer, didn't you? You're muted. I think. Mike, I can't, we can't hear you. I was muted, my bad. <laughs> I, I had to open my Evan Mobley pack that just arrived, and I didn't want the pack music to, to happen because what? you guys, yeah, why, I know. Why I know. are you not saving it for the show, it's Mike? One. It's one, it's a single pack. It's not a fun pack, but I, I needed to open it so I could do a challenge, and I didn't want to forget. It was a whole thing. Um, okay. Uh, so I muted, and... Carry on, carry on. Um, <laughs> so, so yes, I was, a, I was a couch over the summer for about... Two months, courtesy of, of Ratwell, uh, a, a really, really meaningful time for me. It was, it was something that Andy helped organize. And, um, you know, I still am a couch, uh, but, you know, if I'm back to the original CryptoPunk, soon to be a Ballers or Hoodlums or something else. We'll see. Um, and, yeah, so. Do you own a tubby? Did you get a tubby? I didn't get a tubby. Um, all the, like, 
alpha chats and men were like, oh, tubbies, tubbies, tubbies. And I was like, oh, I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I haven't heard of the tubbies. Is you haven't heard of the tubbies? No. Um, yeah, it's it's Ratwell's project and a few other. They are called the Tubby Collective, uh, mainly from the corner of more general crypto. Twitter, it's kind of interesting because it's a 20K supply uh, project. It's another CCO thing, not promising, you know, roadmap, utility, anything. Um, I could pull them up here yeah, on please. Twitter. I've been waiting on the sidelines uh, for this because uh, I wasn't on the whitelist. So, like, oh, come on. You you love the art, Jack? Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> they are some of them are like look truly uh horrendous. Um but yes, this is this is the hot thing right now. Uh the tubbies. I have not pulled the trigger. And then the other thing is uh the MFers. Um the MFers, I've been following for months. I just never bought. Oh, they crashed. They yeah, crashed they the bids. Uh, oh, no, but the floor's okay. at three. Yeah, they it touched it was at six five, wasn't it? It got up to six. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ghost. Uh, me thinking the art terrible in the project isn't great. <laughs> could be could be very bullish. I thought <laughs> makes sense either. So uh, that's just my own opinion. Yeah, the uh, the I know the guys uh, along with me in the club MGMI Discord had uh, quite the roller coaster with MFers because they came out you know late fall, um, never did anything, and then you know tax harvest season rolled around and we're like this is the perfect tax harvest. Tax harvest. Thank God I didn't tax harvest all of them uh, and was able to enjoy a little bit of this run up. But this was like the first mint where I was like I'm gonna make a conviction bet. I'm gonna mint ten of these. Normally it's like ah oh, just wow. grab a couple. Yeah. yeah. And of course, if I would have just um, sat on my hands, I would have been fine. But, you know, had to reduce my tax bill by, you know, 0.2 ETH. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that was great. So how many do you have left? <laughs> just one. I sold one uh, the other day uh, at five and uh, right. sitting on my last one. Can we see your one? Is it sure. cool? I like it. It's on the thumbnail. Um. Oh, you were pumping your own. I see. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. I'm I'm a bad pumper, but the, my, my one way that I low key pump is uh, throwing it on the thumbnail. So here's my. Uh, you can Look come at and get price. it. You would you would sell, huh? So so not a true member of the community. <laughs> no, I have I have a very uh, red seeker of the MFR community for uh, 50k. That's true. I will exit the community gladly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sartoshi. What are we looking at here? Like, what's attached to the hat? This is actually, it's a, like a, a cigarette plume of smoke, uh, but the way the art, I think it got a little sloppy here and it ran into the hat. Oh. Yeah. You can see on the other ones, uh, it's just the cigarette What's smoke. The so ever. There you go. Um, so yeah, that, that's what's been going on in the NFT space. What's, what's the highest MF or so? Like the all-time high? And There's been... There's been some big ones. Lou uh, or one of the NGMI guys in the chat can probably let me know. I know like some of the hoodies and the zombies ha like have a 20 ETH floor right now. And that was one of the reasons I probably should have been more bullish on it is even when things were bleak, people were still buying like the rares um, pretty consistently and, and wanting those. Um, it looks like Ryan yeah. was pretty impressed with the, uh, with the art. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan's, uh, on perma tilt, uh, anytime I see him in the chat. So it's yeah. another day at the office for Ryan. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Baltimore, uh, saying 50 ETH on the highest, 
uh, in wow. that for sale. So yeah, I mean, one thing we should cover also is the NFT worlds thing. I, I, I don't what know. What are those? Know. They they are apparently parcels of land that are somehow tied to like Minecraft. I think I I, I don't know. We we need we need Andy. I, I I can't keep up with this stuff. 15, 15, 15 ETH for uh, pieces of land. And the other thing that's confusing for me is I feel like, I don't know, was it Decentraland? I feel like since I've been paying attention to NFTs this past year, there's been various times where people were like, this is the land project. This yeah. is where everything is going to happen in the metaverse. And then it, it's never that specific one, but people seem to like this land. I mean, this pump led to a treeverse pump. And I, I had a... I had a treeverse left, so I, I sold that one into this pump. I yeah, I literally I know nothing about these other than people are going to build different games and metaverses on these plots of land. Someone help me here. Um, I don't know. Lou Lou knows. Lou Lou knows. Lou, Lou always knows. Lou, Lou dog, tell us about NFT worlds in like. 20 characters if you can <laughs> okay i can i can tell you 20 characters nft worlds is the most capable and flexible metaverse platform each it's nft world it's just the best one is an explorable <laughs> limitless world that can be built into anything you can imagine um NFT yeah, minecraft worlds, compatible yeah yeah i'd actually like um you know more limits it might help me know what the fuck i'm doing with these other than limitless possibilities are you going to click white paper or are you nervous your wallet's going to get drained? Uh, I will click white paper for the people here. Um, everyone go grab uh, popcorn, uh, seltzer. Uh, Jack and I are going to alternate paragraphs and we are going to read the entire <laughs> NFT world's white paper here on the show. Um, I will say, I mean, I mean, this looks like fun stuff here. Um, lumber, it looks like Settlers of Catan possible values I mean, of any index I'd be bullish there <laughs> verified smart contract um there you go knock yourself out i'll put it in the show notes i will not actually put i saw something in the white paper that there's no actual affiliation with minecraft yeah i saw that at the end too <laughs> that's the good note. alpha you need here that's a nice uh new underdog shirt what is it a sweatshirt what are we looking at here is that a yeah, shirt they hooked us up this one is just uh, a sweatshirt they also gave us uh hoodies um, I left my sweatpants at the house because everyone took the, uh, the large sweatpants and I had double XL and I was swimming in them. But yeah, these, I believe underdog, did they say Jack, they might try to make these available for via some giveaways or some kind of fun yeah. means. Yeah, I think so. Um, let's see here. Oh yeah. I, I am stealing pumps, but he's the one who reads the white paper. Uh, ask, ask pump to translate any NFT white paper for you. He's got you. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Um, do, 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 should we open, should we open, uh, my NFL all day pack? I think Alex might come on if he's not on dad duty before bed, or were there any other, uh, topics you guys wanted to hit tonight? um i think just get all your crypto you can move it to a hardware wallet you know they came for canada they'll come for you soon oh, yeah. so be careful we, out there well that was the um the newest thing since we touched on that last week with Pete. Yeah. that was when that story was kind of developing with the truckers and then there was the big update was it today where the canadian government um was upset at brian armstrong and some of those other exchange CEOs yeah. for recommending people self-custody their stuff. I mean, we're getting to just 
massive overreaches of government at this point. Crazy. Like, it's actually crazy. I don't think people understand, like, this is a neighboring country that the government is taking, just taking money because they don't let, it's wild. I think it was, um, one of the big punk accounts had a really good, uh, thread on this. I think, uh, punk six, five, two, nine. Um, did you guys see this one? The transaction thing with the right to transact. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought that I thought that was really good. I will try to drop that in the chat. I know I think I saw it because Haralabob um shared it, but just a really he kind of outlines why this is such a slippery slope and why you know transactions is such uh you know cornerstone freedom <laughs> that we should all have rights to and how it basically has tentacles into all of the other stuff we care about whether it's religion, whether it's, you know, rights to uh, free speech, all of this stuff ends up coming back to transactions in some kind of way. And um, I just thought it was a, a super interesting thread. And if you're kind of wondering why this can get out of control at some point, uh, I do highly recommend it. I just dropped it in the chat. But did you guys have any other kind of takeaways on on what's happening here with this Canadian shit? I don't think any new takeaways. I thought that was a really good thread. I also think it's fascinating. 6529 writes really thoughtful and incredible things, but like sprinkled in there, there's like weird typos, like missing words. And I think it's like, it's unclear that he, he just kind of writes a stream of conscious, I think, and, and then just fires it off and doesn't give a shit, which I think it, is hilarious. I think what's more funny is what it reveals about your thread writing process, Mike, where you have reviewed this piece of text for what I would assume would no, be it's, it's like, it's like blatantly missing words. It's not, it's not like perfect commas and things. It's like missing words and random typos. And it's going out and getting like, you know, it's going out to the, the biggest people in, in, in the world on, on Twitter. And, and he just doesn't give a shit. And I think it's fantastic. This is, this is incredible. We have a we have a NFT thought leader uh, battle right here. Mike Watts. Uh, no, I don't. I don't want it. I think it's. <laughs> I, I think it's funny. I respect it. Um. All right. Um. We will. Uh, we could table some more of these conversations when we have our our true NFT thought leader Andy back in the house with us. But I say we uh, wrap up tonight, opening up some packs. Yo, 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 what up? It's DJ Pete Overzet. Welcome to the club. We didn't think things were going to get popping tonight, but it's about to get lit. Behind door number two, it's a three-pointer. 1325, Kevin Durant. We're going to get a LaMelo. We're going to get a Luca. We're going to get a LeBron. Let's reveal. Let's go. God damn it. I don't need another layup. To the window. To the wall, the De'Aaron Fox stripped down my ball. 293 assists. Everybody get their drinks. Let's get a cheers tonight before we open up these nine packs. Alex. What's up, guys? Hi, buddy. Yo. Cheers. What up, Alex? You said uh, you were you were tentative if your uh, teething baby was going to keep sleeping. I assume we're, we're go on that front. Yeah, it's always uh, you never know what's going to happen. So, but I'm here. <laughs> Can we see the sweatshirts? Can we get a little? Uh, yeah, I got. Ooh, yes. Freeze? Perfect freeze time. Alex, I mean, this normally, like, I, I I asked you to you know pause there so I could take a screen grab, and boy, did you really do that? So I did. Get the, I did get the screen grab <laughs> right there, but we lost you, Alex. We lost you. 
All right. Let's see. Yeah. Sorry. My, I think my internet just cut out for a second. Sorry about that. Um, you're back. You're back. Uh, right, and cool. is that, that's the forest green version, right? Yeah, it is. I was, I was going to get the white one, but I know how dirty that would get. So I just went with the uh, alternate color, but I like this one a lot. It's pretty cool. There you go. Yep. We do have uh, that new CTS logo. We got mugs, sweatshirts, uh, all that good stuff. Link down below in the Shopify store. But uh, what else is new with you, Alex? Uh, we Last time I think I saw you, uh, you and I were walking back from what what casino were we at? Um, I'm trying to remember. We were playing, MGM, I think. Yeah, we were playing blackjack at the MGM and we walked back to the Cosmo together. Uh <laughs> Because that we was, could get, we, there was a, a taxi and Uber shortage and we're like, let's just huff it. You're like, oh, it's a little over a mile. We can do it. So it was a good time though. And uh, what have you been up uh, to since then? I know you uh, were drafting lots of best ball teams. I did. I drafted a lot of best ball teams. Um, I did. I went, I finished top 10 in the big dog. So that was cool. And then um, I did a lot of playoff best ball. Just, I waited until the week right after the conference championship games. And I just, I maxed the gauntlet. I got two teams through to the gauntlet, but uh, I did not have five going on either team. So um, I thought if, if Higby played, I had a shot, but uh, I finished like 30 something with both teams. So Wait, uh, were you in the big gauntlet, the one that Jennings won for the playoffs? I was not in that one. I did. Okay four of those and I got two to the playoffs and then one to the next round, but I didn't make it to the final in that one. So, but I saw he won that. Of course he did. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he, I didn't even know he was firing that hard at all of those. And then he's like, Oh yeah, I just casually won the, uh, the big gauntlet. It's tough being Peter Jennings is what <laughs> I've learned, Alex. I know. I saw him in a bunch of the big dogs over the summer, but not in, uh, in this one. And, uh, but he's, he managed to max, I think it was a 13 max, but yeah, he did it. He did it. He does everything he can. Um, <laughs> let's see here. What, uh, now I have the all day pack. What, what packs do you have? You have top shot packs, right? Yeah, I do not have all day, but I have the all-star I have from last week two elite. And then I have five of the standard, so I can open up whatever. Sweet. Yeah. And yeah. just, uh, what's our inventory check? Mike, Jack, do you guys have packs? Yeah, I want to do a Super Bowl one. I have a okay. common. I actually got a uh, – I was in line and would have gotten a Super Bowl premium, and mm -hmm. then I forgot to buy it, um, which is just like I, I'm kind of surprised that they haven't figured out – like if I enter the queue, why do I need to then come back the second it gets revealed – and then put an email, then buy it like two hours later. And then the email that they sent, there were still like 1,500 people. So then I left that and I totally forgot. Like, I should just say, hey, I want to buy this pack. And if I have enough dapper balance and I get like, buy the pack. I don't understand. I, I agree with that take too, because I was driving around uh, whenever those Super Bowl packs were dropping. And... I'm like, I, I put my email in, right, to yeah. email me when it's my turn. But then you're like having to check your email to find out when it's your turn. You're worried. It's like, can I just pre-approve? I have the mm -hmm. money in my dapper. When it's my turn, take it out of my account. So well, I can we just want to give you the money. Like, yeah. 
Or at least text me. I feel like a text I'd see more likely than an email at least oh, something. There's lots so, of yeah, so Top Shot Fund top always puts up there, there's some way to get your email sent to your text messages. I don't know. He always puts up some oh. link to do it. I know that's a workaround and not at all what we're talking about. Yes, you should definitely be able to prepay and it's just process. I do not understand why you can't do that. Crazy. Um I have two NFL packs to open, by the way, if that's fun. Okay. Yeah. Let's um uh what what should we do first should we do top shot or nfl first what do we let's feeling? go uh top shot with alex okay alex right. let's get this screen share going here cool do, do, do. what is this jack boo bliss oh you missed uh the second one no what oh boobies you gotta do boo bliss boo bliss is the calculator move why why do you have I, I don't I haven't had a physical calculator at my desk. In, yeah, this in is my years. girlfriend. <laughs> Calculating uh, your recent tab at Target, I assume. <laughs> Did I do it right, Pete? I think so. All right. See, yeah. Basically, what happened is Streamyards now started auto selecting audio for wow. the Chrome Share tab, and it just absolutely killed my one of my Talk best. About, like, I think a bit. Freedoms, <laughs> we're all losing. You know, you can't <laughs> even right. decide. On <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have anything I, on your watch list, Alex? Ooh. Uh, I probably not. I like getting a peek behind the curtain. Like that. <laughs> I will say I've been, I mean, I've always been like interested in Top Shop, but lately between the challenges and some of the packs for having, you know, higher value moments and stuff like that, I've been like a, tracking my account way closer lately than than I have been, uh, you know, like over the summer and stuff. So yeah, Mike, do you want to shame Alex's, you know, just I'll dismal collector Hold score? <laughs> I, I saw the collector score. I withheld comment. It's four digits, which is good. You can shame me, Mike. It's all right. I, 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 there is no shame here. We, we we don't shame. We're one big club top shot family here. No, Mike doesn't shame anymore. He uh, actually recommends that you take out a collateralized loan to boost that collector score for uh, a period of time. <laughs> um all right let's yeah uh, let's rip through some of these packs yeah do, should i just do the elite ones should i do the standard ones what do you guys uh let's let's start with the elite see all what right. we're working with make sure we got oh yeah we got, we got the sound all right we were surprised though by by hovering up over them <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I think part of an active challenge or the challenge is finished. I don't know. Oh, is, this okay. a, is this guy a rookie? Ayo? Yeah. Uh, Ayo. Star. Where did this guy go? UNC? Is that this guy? Yeah. That this guy, uh, did you guys see that photo? Was it of was it of Jared Jeffries and the guy was clowning his All Star outfit? Did you see that, Jack? Oh, Jared uh, Allen. Jared, Jared Allen. Allen. Yeah, yeah, it was just like a it was like a normal outfit. I know it was a completely <laughs> normal outfit. <laughs> oh, nice guy. Ty Jerome, Virginia. We're just doing college game today. Nice. Yeah. I agree. We need we need the uh, whoever curated the Cool Cats music. We need to hire them back. Hey, yeah. all right, Tyrese. Top shot. 
No surprise they traded him, but yeah, that was in. Lugan needs to work. I can't believe he's like a solid offensive player now, George. There was that one playoff series where they just didn't guard him. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. I think it was Houston. All right. All right. Elite time. Elite. Joe Flacco. <laughs> that feels so long ago for PFT commenter, the Flacco Elite bit. I mean, yeah. Jack, you were probably in middle school when that was a bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> not in, even joking. <laughs> I was in college. Wait, what do you mean bit though? What? Jack, I'm not falling for that. Who doesn't want a DeAndre Jordan out of 60,000 dunk against the Warriors? See, but that that is a good example of what we're talking about with you all day, where that's at least a sick dunk. Like that would have been on Sports Center. Mm-hmm. That's a nice play. Hey, that yeah, is cool. That's a cool play. That's your rising stars moment. Clay? Clay Huh? 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 That is my. Just, yeah, I mean, NBA plays are just so much cooler. In the micro sense, versus hmm. yeah, that's like that's a cool dunk. Yeah, but like you'd sell it for a dollar. You know what I mean? Yeah, of yeah. course. But it's like it's like fun to watch that. But you'll never watch it again. You're not like opening. I'll say this: I, I'm moving, obviously, from my old apartment to this one, and I have to put all these cards in a box, and I, you know, I gotta wrap them up, and this 98% of them are useless. Being able to transport these around is a huge reason why I haven't sold them. I know. Um, Alex, I will allow you to rip these if you want to go reveal all. I was going to say, I'll reveal all. I'll go Andy on these. Trust there you me, go. I got you. <laughs> there we go. Do Andy proud. Jack, how haven't you hired a stable boy for your cardboard collection? It's not that bad. <laughs> we didn't even get to see I didn't, okay. Right. Maybe that All was right. a little too <laughs> quick. <laughs> just, yeah, Alex yeah. is like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what do we got? Rash. Anything? Tim Hardaway Jr.? Rash. <laughs> next? All right. Next, next. What was that noise? It sounded different. Desmond Bain. Okay. Are there, can there be, are these the packs that have rares in them? Can they? Or no? I don't know. Mike, say something interesting about these moments, damn it. <laughs> you love every moment equally. Ooh, a lot and, of Nick Claxton in and, and words. 
sweet. <laughs> limited edition. Mitchell there Robinson. I had to buy that today because I didn't have my Nick set complete without it. That Mitchell Robinson right there. Mike, do you auto-complete your sets the second there's a new moment you don't have? Yeah, because what if it's the one time where they did a snapshot? What if they snapshot that? I know. I just check sometimes. Uh, Jack, you should check on your Nick set. I, yeah, I'm not completed now on my Nuggets and Celtics after completing, but... You can't... you got to just keep one involved there, to be honest. Like, what do you do with them? Just reveal... Oh, I, I can't keep up with this. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's not too much to keep up with. But Mike, Desmond Bain. There we go. Rising revealing stars. all on these packs is like writing a 50-tweet thread <laughs> without proofreading it first. It's like, what who, are you doing? Who would do this? I don't think he who should proofread. I respect that he doesn't. <laughs> What do you think of the all-star uh, right. legendaries or like the Vince Carter moment? Uh, yeah, that was a bit controversial because it, I mean, the, the Raptors, people can't maintain their full sets now unless they want to shell out like 12 grand for a Vince Carter. I saw him sell for like 15 Gs. Yeah, for 15, a couple. I, I think the, I mean, it's, it's also part of the Iverson challenge. I mean, that Iverson has 27 of them now. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that challenge. So uh, I'm guessing that Vince settles around 10 after the challenge, but I don't know. Um, Jack or Mike, you want a screen share? NFL all day? Go ahead, Mike. You go first. All right, I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. Bum, 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 this bum, is bum. my first time opening an NFL pack. Well, good luck. Hopefully it opens. I appreciate that. Jack, as a Sixers hater, you'll be glad to know. I was at that game last week. They lost by 50 to the Celtics. Ooh. Brutal. Get <laughs> real U.S. dollars for that, too? Week 17 or week 18? <laughs> but, hey, you got James. So. Yeah. 17, Mike. You got James. Claim yeah, and open. I don't have a mix what is this? Why do I have to do this? Is it serious? Yes, because you're going to be able to sell the pack because it's its own NFT. I don't know why I have to do that. I don't like it. I thought you were a dapper thought leader, Mike. I've never opened an NFL pack. <laughs> no, I, I asked the same thing. I like thing Skeleton Crew's comment. Yeah, we, we're just given all these packs, especially Alex. He's the lead content creator <laughs> on this show. I still, all time, I think I received two common packs the first time Jacob came on <laughs> the site. Are the only influencers, two $9 packs. I think I got a, um, what did I get? I got a base pack, which they were $9 packs, but at the time, like they were worth hundreds of dollars. But I got a base pack to tweet that the dapper withdrawal process worked. <laughs> Skeleton crew, content creators, they're just like you. They put on their pants, one pant leg at a time, and then they hop in the queue, just like you, Skeleton crew. Oh, this is kind of fun. All right. <laughs> Get back in. Ooh, okay. This is the fucking mic pack. All this guy does is rip rares. Right. It's Patrick Mahomes. What a life. Let's see the other angle. Is there, yeah, here we go. There's got to be more than that, right? Oh, it's no nice. Way. I don't know who this is. 
You don't know who Gregory Rossell is? Oh nope. my god. Yeah, now, now Pete, you can make fun of, of Mike and no. Andy. The, the problem is I don't know who Gregory is. I don't know Gregory is. <laughs> I don't know fucking defensive players. Get out of here. <laughs> Donta Foreman now. There you go. What talking about. That's the real cool. Derrick Henry. The real Derrick Henry. Look at that. I love the single-digit skill number, skill players. That's sweet. He's a free agent. Where do you want him to land, Alex? Uh, I mean, running backs don't matter, Pete. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. Correct answer. Is it rare? What does mean? I mean, it's green. It's a green. Probably just means you got something sick again. Rare. Rare. Seattle Seahawks. DJ Reed. All right, sweet. I didn't even watch the moment. I was actually interested to see what it was. He goes sweet and exits it out. <laughs> At least watch it before you put it in the treasure right next to your penis, your pocket. Um. All right. Do you, you want to do this one too or no? Nah, you're done. You're done. You're done. All right. You're done. All right, Jack's turn. <laughs> I had a good time with it. <laughs> The nice. Mahomes is fun. I like that. <laughs> you're you're just like us. This this is good market research. Like they should Dapper should film people like in um you know uh focus groups opening defensive players versus offensive players and seeing their reactions. <laughs> All right, Jack. All right, let's do it, fam. Clean and what? is Mahomes like the number one dude to get, or are the rookies worth more? Uh, we're in price discovery up, mode. Yeah. What do you guys think, though? <laughs> Marketplace wasn't open too. Mahomes, long. Mahomes. I think Mahomes. I yeah. think it'll be Brady then Mahomes. Yeah, that's true. Probably Brady. Yeah. I'm so upset. There's no Lamar moment. Right, Malik has 16 defensive moments and only one QB. You are rich in defense, my man. <laughs> Yeah, Eric, yeah, I, I know it's well, actually, I think they tried to open it today, but anyway, I'm just curious to see if, if we think I'm, Mahomes I'm getting be... ahead of the claiming on mine. I'm going to claim mine right now. After <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> <laughs> the darn flow blockchain. It is true. No one runs better than NBL. What are no you? I, I have a terrible pack luck. I have objectively bad pack luck. Not on Why? here, buddy. You ripped like a finals <laughs> one with Ja Rule and it wasn't a LeBron. It, it wasn't LeBron, the second one. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, let's roll it. I didn't hit share audio, I don't think. It does it for you. It knows. Can you hear? Yeah. All right, we'll do it. All right, I'm not standard. All right. <laughs> Jack got his hopes up for a little green box. Yeah, I wasn't the little green guy. All right, I'll admit I don't know Tyson Campbell. I'll admit it right there with you, brother. <laughs> Alex, do you know Tyson Campbell? Nope. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. He definitely plays defense. <laughs> I, I swear I would have bet a lot of money to say, like, I know everyone in the pack. I have never heard of that. Rookie. No. I can name like four string running backs and not like star defensive players. 
Davis. Mills. Oh, he throws it off. That's that really catch? confusing because Mark Ingram was number two. Is that our guy? That's Dorsett. Oh, Dorsett. Yeah. I, I I did see. There's a couple good uh, Conley moments. What are? Oh, okay. Rookie. Ooh. Don't yeah, you got two rookies. Oh yeah. Don't sleep on Tyson. Rookie debut. All right. So these Mills. are the three Badgers. T Y. All right. Ghost. T Y. T Y. Always nice when you can get a guy's uh, top shot debut and final top shot moment all in one. <laughs> this is one NFL game played last year. <laughs> all right, so this has to be a Super Bowl moment, right? I don't think anything. I'm not sure. If this isn't a Super Bowl moment, I'm going to. All right, here's the deal. Yeah, it- the tweet. <laughs> I will be sending a nasty tweet if this is not a moment for me. <laughs> Please don't be a Super Bowl moment. All right, you got Super Bowl. Daryl, right. yeah, even play in the game. Now th- this is my oh, kind of guy. Nice this is a nice spot. Little wheel route there. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about things that are not fucking memorable three years from now is a Daryl Henderson wheel route in the second quarter. Gosh. No, that, that was the moment uh, in the underdog house when Josh Norris was on absolute tilt when he realized Sony Michelle wasn't going to touch the ball yeah. anymore that game. Yeah. He cost my followers a lot of money. <laughs> um, all right. Walk off Super Bowl premium pack, Jack. Wait, you got game. a premium? Yeah. Did, did I not say I did? You said you were in the car, and then I don't know. No, yeah, I like I like to build drama. Um, all right, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. I believe I have nine moments. The other thing, this is like the um, Zed horse racing in a straight line, a pack opening. NFL All Day Technology can only list them. How much spooky moments is the premium? Oh! All right. Nick Chubb, let's go. The chat's already tilting. This is, uh... They lost this All right. Baker sucked. Jack, maybe as the uh, the Prince of Cleveland, I'll think about sending you that moment. Yeah, I'll do Cleveland moments as like my fam fleet of... MVS, let's go. Against the Ram. Anytime I just get an offensive player, it feels like a win. <laughs> Going to be the Packers wide receiver one with Jordan Love when Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers leave. It's nice to see them into the 10K, though. That's what's going on. Here we go. Hayden Hurst. Why did you get excited? <laughs> Anytime it's an offensive player that I know, I get excited. Nice little girl. Uh, what's the Mooney lot? The what? I don't know. John Thompson said I wouldn't survive the Mooney lot. Municipal lot, I assume he's referencing? I don't know what that is. 
Jack's not a man of the people. He doesn't know what a municipal lot is. Brandon Ayuk, here we go. What? This was a sweet play. Yeah. House call or no? Nah. We don't get those around here. There's not enough house calls to go around. Trey Lance going to turn this guy into a top 10 wide receiver next year, right, Alex? Absolutely. What, uh, what is the move to change part of that? Is that like a check? You got a first down. First down, Mike. Never yeah, I watched know football. what that means, but like, what is that? Like, like anything oh, with the first down? Super it's Bowl. Stafford, Super Bowl. Let's go. That's sweet. Cup. Cup touchdown. What is that badge? I was right, right there. This is what it's like to be an influencer, folks. Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup. What is uh, what is that badge? This badge, championship year. All right, here we go. More offense. The run, the run good comes to an end. Okay, so moving change is the set name. Thank you for people who actually answered that in the chat. <laughs> Blue, I see you. Eric, I appreciate it. What a hit. All right. I'll be sure to Wikipedia that guy later. Yeah, man. All right, I'll take a little Devin Singletary. I think I have one of these. I think I remember you opening those yeah. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I am Pete Overzet. <laughs> I mean, these bots—they're really evolving. We're friendly, and I'm too—I'm too, I'm too uh, lazy to even delete them here. <laughs> a double MVS. The place of wow. ice, you had to get it twice. If anyone uh, is interested in an MVS, I'm kind of a whale in the all-day community. <laughs> Cornering the market. Okay. If I can figure out. All right. My final moment. A walk-off moment. Please give me some of that NBL luck. I think it's the Super Bowl one. Aaron Donald, I'm calling it. Thank AD. you to Alex AD. for joining us tonight. Please check out Floaty for Mike. Please check out Jack's Instagram for more photos of him wearing makeup. <laughs> what do I got? Aaron Donald. Rare 516 Houston Texans DB Tremont Smith. Let's fucking go. Hey,